C-A-M-P-A-D-U-L-T-H-O-O-D Camp Adulthood Bridging the Millennial Divide One conversation at a time Interviewing guests Strangers and friends We hope that you enjoy your stay at Camp Adulthood. Hello and welcome to Camp Adulthood and the Resident Youth. I'm the Resident Youth, Maddie Ergie. And I'm Camp Adulthood, Shay Keats. And today we have a very esteemed guest, uh, the third in his family to be on the podcast. Fourth if you include uh, maybe someone you live with but is not maybe necessarily a family member. Exactly. I was kind of including them as one unit. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I like that. Uh, it is my dude, that's cousin. That's so disturbing that you mention it like that. Dude. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Uh, Why don't you say your name and how old you are uh, and what your story is? Uh, I'm Jackson. I'm 16. And uh, I come from a family of disappointed assholes. Wow. So great. We like your family very much. And we no do. one is disappointed. And uh, for context, dad. for the listeners, um, you are... Shay's cousin, correct? Or second cousin, I would say, because your mom is her first cousin. She the technical term is first cousin once removed. Wow. Great. Cousin. Uh. Yes. <laughs> if we wanted to get technical. Yes. Why would we get technical? That's dumb. Because well, we like to get technical. This is a podcast. Long yeah. form. Um Long well form. thank you for being here, Jackson, for lending your Gen Z perspective. Gen Z. I don't like being associated with that because I feel like there should be kind of like an in-between kind of meme because, you know, there's like millennials and then there's Gen Z kind of failed abortions and then there's me. Well, like, well, we'll, we'll educate you because see, I am going to be 25 in like a week or two and I'm one of the younger millennials and you're nine years younger than I am. So mm-hmm. if you feel cuspy... There's a whole, there's a lot of people that are in that cuspy area. So what year were you born, Jackson? I was born in 2002. 2002, oh. the year I graduated from high school. After 9-11. Let me, well, I'll save this for the yeah. interview. I have a lot of yeah, questions for you. Um, Shay, do you have a millennial moment of the week for us? Um, I, I actually, I, I don't think I do have a millennial you can skip. moment. I know. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to have to start redefining what millennial moment means for me. I think maybe my millennial moment is now that I'm getting old. Jackson has to explain memes to me. (laughs) Yeah, that is my millennial moment. Love it. I also think this happens in a lot of podcasts like the Guys We Fuck podcast went through this where it started out as like them talking about dating. But then for a period of time, they were both in a relationship. So they like didn't really have any dating stories to talk about so they kind of just made kind of the dating stories to be like colloquialisms from their life so that's kind of what I like but any any it's kind of the meta the meta definition of millennial moment because you are a millennial so any moment from your life could be a millennial moment I like it and Maddie what is your millennial moment so mine's mine's a quick one um since the new year so Leah Sherman uh former guest of the pod she hi Leah um she wanted to have Bailey's in her coffee on New Year's morning. And so we got Bailey's and we only had it like one serving. And so I have all this like Bailey's in my apartment and I've just been drinking it out of this glass. I currently have it. And it's very... if that was an alcoholic beverage or a regular beverage. No, I mean, probably 90% of the time that we're recording, it's an alcoholic beverage, to be honest. Um, Unless we're recording with a sober guest. (laughs) Really, that's the only time. That's true. Wait, I'm confused. So, are you drinking Bailey's right now? Yeah, straight in this glass. Just Bailey's. Well, that's an alcoholic beverage. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. I'm saying more often than not. I am oh, yeah. I was really confused for a moment. Then I realized you're in a different time zone than me. I'm like, okay, now it's more. Kind oh, of... Jackson, you think I am above drinking at four o'clock in the afternoon? You are mistaken. That's a very good point. I'm. I'm with you on that one. I can't drink yet legally, but you know. That's good. Um, you have many years ahead of you, but yeah, no, I really like it. It's kind of like a spicy white Russian. I think it's going to be my new thing. New year, new me. It's good for the winter. I mean, I'm not personally a big fan of Bailey's. It's a little too sugary for me, but it is nice in the winter. And once this neighbor of ours made homemade Bailey's and that was very delicious. See, this is a conversation I cannot relate to at all. 
That's okay. Well, That's good. Do you like sugary drinks? Yeah. As there you, you know. go. I do know. You, you know very well. I've procured him many a sugary drink. Yeah. Love which it. Which is the best part about being the cousin slash auntie. Yes. Don't have um, to worry about nutrition. Dearest Jackson, do you have a Gen Z slash millennial moment for the group? Something from your life. Something from my life. Uh... I, I don't know. Can you, like, evaluate? I kind of get the gist of it, but, like... So, like, like a so... lot of it has... Oh, sorry. Go on. No, I was just going to say, like, something that you think that's happened to you that you think was particularly indicative of someone that's your age or, like, Gen Z culture in general to, like, explain to maybe our older listeners, like, what it means to be a Gen Z based on something that you've experienced firsthand. Oh, oh, man. Um, I don't know, like, it's probably, I mean, it can be just a example, it doesn't need to be the top example, you know, I guess the first thing that really comes to mind, and this isn't really anything particular to my generation, I wouldn't think, because it happened with a lot of people, but I went, I went on top of the roof of one of the schools on Friday, one of the middle schools. Was this I... sanctioned by the school or did you just go rogue? We went, me and my buddy, we just kind of went after it closed and it was a a Friday night and it was dark out and it was pretty, it was really fucking fun actually, I'm not going to lie. Can I ask, and you don't have to say in any particular uh, specificity, but were you doing illegal activities also on the roof or were you just there hanging out? No, we were just there hanging out. You could say no comment. Okay, just hanging out. That's nice. That's pure. I like it. Nah, I don't fucking know drugs or nothing, dude. Good. That's good. But, like, I just, you know, I've thought about it a lot. Cause just because, like, but it's just fucking dumb. Like Anyway, back to your roof adventure. So yeah, you went up yeah. to the roof with your friends. You looked at the stars. Uno friend. Uno friend. Was it young Trevor? It was not young Trevor. It oh. was my, uh, my buddy Robert, who's a senior. Robert. Oh, so you shout out to Robert. Robert. Hey, shout Robert. Out, shout out to Robert. Uh, you know, I'll probably get him to listen to this. Oh, excellent. Well, I think breaking into places you're not supposed to be is like Hey, a we were seminal... breaking in. We were on top. It doesn't okay. count. But that's like kind that's of like a seminal, seminal moment of growing up, right? Like I remember breaking on breaking into the soccer field when I was in college, me and a couple friends. And we, I mean, we didn't do anything. Thing. There was alcohol involved. Probably. Maybe before, but actually I don't even think there was. Yeah, Shay was a so. good youth, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay. I was an excellent youth. So. Well, that's, that's an excellent. Moment. Yeah, like that. that is a good one. And I like because I think so much of like Gen Z is like, oh, they're just on their phones all the time and blah blah blah. So I like that you kind of your moment is this thing that's like we've all kind of experienced. No, because I don't like that. That's kind of a stereotypical kind of thing. You know, it's yeah. just kind of stupid that being associated with that. And yeah, it can be a bit of a problem with some people, and some people are gonna be like real assholes about it, and. uh and there's certainly just some level of like a definite addiction that involves with some people, but that doesn't mean it should be stereotyped throughout an entire generation of people. Like, yeah. Um, like how people, uh, you know, some people just don't fuck with that or don't like, or, and maybe yeah, there's some a people abstain from the technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. they uh, have a reason to be on the technology, you know, if it, it cures their cancer or whatever, dude. <laughs> Can I just say That's real true. quickly, though, that Jackson is also wearing a sweatshirt in millennial pink today. Oh, yes. Is that what this is good called? Luck. Yeah, it's good luck. All right. So moving on. Um, yeah, sure. Maddie, do you have a toasty campfire topic? Well, I do. It's more um, I don't have a uh, like article or anything, but it's just a nice timely discussion topic. Since we have a, a younger guest, I'm always interested. So one of the big things you know, talking about generational things is the leaders of the generation. We've talked about, you know, who we think the leaders of the millennial generation are. We haven't talked about it in a while, but I'm interested for Trevor or not Trevor. Wow. I'm losing my mind. Um, For Jackson, uh, who you think the leader or maybe leaders of the Gen Z generation, people your age or maybe a little bit older, who you kind of look up to. And then maybe Shay and I can say our millennial ones. Or we can start if Jackson is still thinking. Like, 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 who do you look up to? Who do you think is the voice for your generation that you and your friends are like, that person is cool and we want to be like them? That's your age, not like an older person. Oh. You can think about it. 
I don't know, man. I didn't. There's not like a lot of people that I think about that are in my generation that are like, wow, they're fucking cool. Like a lot of them are just goddamn retards what, a lot of the time. What about? That's not a very nice word. I'll <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, uh, David actually requested that you do some of your voiceovers again, Maddie, and he thought this might oh. be a good <laughs> for that. Oh my oh, god, well. maybe I will. That's a good idea. I know David really liked the voiceover. <laughs> yeah, he really really enjoyed them. Um, but. I thought one example, and it's controversial, right? But she has made a lot of money and she's in your uh, demographic is Kylie Jenner. Oh. She's the first self-made billionaire or the youngest, I would say. And the Kardashians are very influential. So she could be one. Maybe. Who knows? That was just one that I thought about. Kylie Jenner? 20? 19? I think she just turned 21, maybe. Oh, wow. She's really young. Yeah. Um, but see, this is my problem because I, whenever I, I was like thinking about this earlier and I was like, oh, younger people. And then I was like, maybe like Ariana Grande. But then I realized she's like my age. So she would be mm-hmm. like a millennial person. Like, I don't know the teenagers of today at all. So that's why I was interested in asking Jackson. But uh, I mean, too early to say. I kind of. I would say a lot like can be come from inspiration just from social media and like uh, YouTube is the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, yeah, for me. it could be a YouTube star. I know that's yeah, a big thing. Like uh, a lot of YouTubers are really, really young and are. I wouldn't say like some of them are definitely like as as young as me or younger. But there's also some just like, um, like just older teens. Even have you just seen the documentary I... American Meme? N- no, you should watch that. It's a cautionary tale. Oh no, um. What, who, so what's, give us a name of one of these YouTubers. Uh, well, the first one that comes to mind is just this, uh, there's this Australian guy. His name is, his name is Zuckles on YouTube. Zuckles, everyone. Uh, yeah. I would you hear it here first. (laughs) Most, he's probably the, and he's also actually on a different podcast on Spotify. Is this why sometimes you Uh, pretend to Not as illustrious as this podcast that's also on Spotify. An Australian accent recently because the, 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 the voice that's in my head developed an australian accent now i have to speak in australian slang to satisfy it mm. the voice mm. in my head for many years sounded like ira glass you know, know the voice that, that like narrates your life in your head or is that just us weirdos that have that i've literally never thought about it until this moment so this is a new thing that i will consider <laughs> well um, i have an australian one it's pretty weird yeah, that's, that's okay cool. I like it. um so shay i don't know if you have like a millennial icon that you like look up to Oh, a millennial icon? I'm going to just say no, because right now I'm, like, really overwhelmed with a lot of these, just because of some stuff I'm doing for work. Um, A lot of these, like, not influencers, but people who are, like, in the professional development or personal and professional development field and have all these people looking up to them, and they're all, like, about my age, and I'm just, like... Are you saying anything new? I don't know. But, like, Rachel Hollis would be an example. We talked about I don't know who that is. Um, I think we talked about her last week. She's the girl who wrote, uh, the woman who wrote Girl, Wash Your Face, which is, like, super popular. Oh, I saw you post about that on your book Instagram. Yeah. 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 And I really, like, for example, so, like, I really enjoy her, and I think she's certainly influential, but there are so many people who are kind of in that vein that I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Um, I feel like they're also not popular. They're not mainstream enough to be, like, the leader of the generation. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they're the leader, but I almost feel like that whole gener- that whole group of people is as one is a leader, if that's possible. And then yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I mean, it's really hard. I'm trying to even think like who would be the leader of our gener. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, think it's we'll interesting see to think about. Feels a little bit older, so yeah. Um, yeah. so that was mine. Shay, do you have a hot topic for us? Um. Of course I do. Uh, here's my toast to campfire log is I wanted to get what everyone's opinion was about those poor football players from Clemson that got invited to the White House and got fucking McDonald's and Burger King and something else for their oh. dinner. Ah, uh, there's memes about that. That's funny. Yeah, it is very funny. The Internet is very funny. Um, I have an unpopular opinion about it. <sighs> I actually love it. I think it's great. I think it's so no, funny. I think it's pretty funny. It's a bit of a wholesome meme. Well, I think I think it is a wholesome meme. I also very much, truly, unironically love fast food, which young Jackson is drinking a McDonald's soda right now, so he also does. Yeah. Um, hey, that's good. And 
I think it's good no matter what. It did bother me that it had been sitting out and was probably cold by the time they ate it, so that bothered me a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Like, all the political stuff behind it, I don't love. But I think mm-hmm. the whole concept of, like, going, like, as a piece of artwork, just, like, the photo. Like, the whole concept of you won a football game and now you get to go to the White House and, like, die. It's, like, this air of, like, false fanciness like the president doesn't give a shit about you no matter who it is if it's donald trump or if it's someone else and it's just like this pomp and circumstance for nothing it's like they get to go to the white house who cares like what food they get i don't really care and it seemed like the clemson players all had a lot of fun and they enjoyed like being in on the joke and that it was different because like when was the last time any team got pressed for going to the white house other than the ones that refused to go so i thought it was great like, if you go to the White House, like, you're not there for the fucking food, right? I'm there That's for true. the food. Why the fuck would you be there for the food? You're there to be in the fucking White House. Like, dude, you get fucking McDonald's at the White House. That's a fucking good story. Yeah. I mean, it's a good I story, agree. but I, I don't know. I just feel like if I was this 20-year-old kid who was on this national football winning team and I had the opportunity to go to the White House and meet the leader of the free world and, you know... You think you're going to be able to have this meal and then you get served McDonald's, which is not, again, I like McDonald's. I just had some McDonald's French fries myself. I bought my own. I didn't steal any of yours. I would have let you um, steal some. I know. I know you usually don't eat the fries, but anyway, long story. Uh, I, I don't know. I just felt like it was a little bit disrespectful. And I think it was also, again, like just because of the state, like the the idea of what the event was. If he was having them over for a barbecue or a picnic and serve them fast food, I'd be like, great. But like, I don't know. That's the thing. It's all like artificial anyways. Like there's nothing like set in stone. That's like, it has to be a fancy meal. Like Trump could have done it as like barbecue or he could have just been like, we're just going to do a walk by Like sometimes they do these things. They don't even have food there. So it's just like, I think it's just a nice, like, I do think that they deserve more than McDonald's. Like, obviously these guys have, accomplished a lot and they deserve more than like a cheap fast food meal but I think in terms of like highlighting to the general society and like the general community that is not aware of like how the White House usually does things about like how ridiculous the whole concept of like a White House visit is and especially in the age of Trump like I thought it was great that's true I just feel like it's not fair that those poor kids have to be but they loved it that was what was so fascinating today well, I mean, even, like, you go there, and it's just kind of, like, I don't know. I feel like, for me, if I was in that situation, I would really enjoy it for multiple reasons. Just, I go in there, like... For the walls, probably, pr- primarily. You seem like yeah. a wall type of guy. Yeah, it'd be fucking funny. But also, uh, you know... Which, the I guys that there... were there were not that much older than you. They were probably 18, 19, 20 years old. So they're all about the meme. They're all about the joke. They're all about being famous on the internet. And that's what they got. Yeah. And it would, I would go in there. I'd be like, yo. And then I see fucking McDonald's lying there. It'd be like set in realization. Like, this is fucking funny, first of all. And it's just like, you can relax, dude. You're at the White House and you're being served fucking McDonald's. Like, you might feel like a sense of... A bit of pressure, you know. You're at, you're at the White House and you're That's getting a served a yeah. fancy meal, and you're like, yeah, it's I kind of a democratizing my... force in a way. Bit of respectful, you know. Someone's like, gonna maybe... write their senior thesis on this fucking McDonald's thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're Someone there. Someone in college the... right now. Respectful kind of thing because you're being served fancy. But if you're being served fucking McDonald's, you're like, you can be laid back and you can have fun. It's like an feel. Andy Warhol art piece to me. That's true. That's true. Excellent. I think this was a good discussion, difference of opinion. Now, Jackson, uh, do you have a topic or shall we jump into our in-depth interview? No, I don't have a topic. All right. So jumping into the interview, Jackson. All right. So you are 16 years old. I am. You are a sophomore in high school. I am. Uh, You are in the band where you play both the saxophone and the bass clarinet. Yeah. Uh, you work at the local Taco Bell. I do. <laughs> uh, and you are an all-around... Jackson is one of the funniest people I know. This is where I list all of Jackson's many accomplishments, <laughs> which are very many, even though he's laughing. No, there's not. Dude. Yes, there are. So anyway, uh, Jackson and I had breakfast last week, and we had some really interesting conversations. Was it, was it a week, week from today, yeah, I think? It was a week Tuesday. ago. Yeah, it was last Tuesday. Um, and... I don't know. Do you just want to jump into some of your thoughts 
or shall we hear a little bit more of your story first? I don't know. I feel like I should a little bit be. I feel like you should shoot questions at me if we're doing this. I have a question. Yeah, go, Maddie. So you were born in two thousand two, right? That's what you said. Yeah. Um, what has been your education? Not to take it, you know, down a notch, but we have talked about on this podcast like your generation has no living memory of 9-11. So everything you know about 9-11 has been through the media or like what your parents told you, right? So yeah. what what has been kind of your perspective on it? Has it impacted your life at all? Or is it just something that you're like, eh, it happened in the past and it doesn't really have any tangible impact on my life at all? Dude, it doesn't really affect me, except for I get annoyed at TSA sometimes and i that's true get, you didn't you don't even know how good it was before that's you just it, walk onto an airplane seriously yeah. exactly so i can't like i get annoyed at tsa but like when i'm not brought it up or not fucking joking about it because there's some high quality 9-11 memes god they're funny inappropriate let's, let's pause let's let's pause there i actually want to explore this so the meme culture because i feel like i was just shay shay is out of it she doesn't she only knows through you. Ah, nerd, you're old. Yeah. Um, I caught the tail end of it, but, like, what what does, like, meme culture mean to the 16-year-olds of today? Like, what does it truly mean to you deep down? It's just meme culture. It's just kind of a part of life that you get a. Is it, like, a communication tool? Is it, like, an entertainment? Like, what is it? It's a lot of entertainment, and, like, it's pretty cool that you can just, like... And there's, like, new jokes that are becoming apparent to you, like. So it's, like, an endless stream of, like, new stuff to explore. Yeah, it's a this endless stream of new jokes, new forms of jokes, like, new formats for comedy. And it's hilarious. And you can communicate these to people. And a lot of them, like, it's a pretty relatable kind of thing, you know. So where do you go for the memes? Do you go on Instagram? Do you go on Reddit? Like, where do the memes live? I... I get my memes from Reddit, and like every proud Reddit user, I shame everyone who goes on Instagram for their memes. So, uh, so yeah, I and there's the best part about memes is there's an infinite possibility. There's endless things, dude. There's memes about sucking some dick. There's memes about depression. <laughs> there's memes about um. There's memes about fucking sex, dude. Under the, the which would sucking dick would be under that category. I guess assume. You don't know anything about that. Jackson yeah, that's definite. No comment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do we want me to? Well, no, you. Would I was making a joke. <laughs> once we finish with this question, uh, I did want to ask Jackson about sex and dating in today's high school. Oh uh, yes. no! Actually, yes, this is great because we had the article a few weeks back about the sex recession, right? Lest mm-hmm. we forget about yes. how supposedly uh, no one's getting laid. Yeah. Do you feel like because young young Shay here and maybe your your parents are too overbearing and you're overscheduled with your Taco Bell job and your bass saxophone that you don't have time to smooch on some ladies? Nah. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> do you like do you feel with the phone and stuff that it's, you know, the elder people in your life like have more of an influence or you don't really think about it? Also, where do you meet people? Do you just like are you going out with girls at your school or are you on like Tinder and stuff like that? I don't know how early it starts these days. No, uh no. Um so I uh I probably should keep my voice down at this point. Uh, Your mom is right outside the door. Just her ear is pressed no, against no, the door. No. We're talking about smooching. Yes. Okay. Yes. In, in, so. Yeah. No. No. But it, it, um, <laughs> in general, it's mostly people at school. I was recently dumped. <gasps> How'd that go? I'm sorry that happened. How'd you get dumped? Uh, I was just kind of dumped, man. You know, no, but was... how did it happen? Did she come up to you in the hallway? Because when I dumped my boyfriend in high school, I went up to him between classes and I was like, we're over. And that was not good. How did you get dumped? Was uh, it over text? Was it in person? It was in person. It was after school, you know. But, you That's know, good. it was like a kind of real heart-to-heart kind of thing because we'd been dating for over a year at that point. I know, and we liked her. I met her. She was nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, um... 
Yeah, uh, it was just... Are you, you know, back kinda... on the saddle, or are you, like, in the dump phase? Dude, I'm fucking sad a lot of the time. It's That's good vulnerability. Sad. I like it. I like it. I'm... <laughs> I'm... I can be alright, though. You know, I have, I have low moments, but I'm mostly alright. Just I, send I, this I podcast to all the girls you want to smooch, and it'll work out. Yeah. They'll like your vulnerability. Uh, no, I just, you know... I'm always joking, like, I kind of a little bit would, I'm, I guess I'm open for getting back in the scene, you know? So, but, like, I, what I'm always joking is I go, quote, I'm too ugly and don't know enough people. That's not true. You're very cute. You might not know enough people, but. He also knows, like, everybody in town. That is not true. Um, so I guess on that. But I'm also an asshole, so there's that. Yeah, you do ass. use some words that I don't like, but I'm yeah. also old. Yeah. So, I guess going along that line, so if there was a new hypothetical lady that you wanted to ask out, like, how do people in your age do that? Like, would you, like, text the person? Would you ask them out in person? What would okay, the first so, date look like? Or would you be, like, hanging out before you're actually dating? So what it was um, originally was just, like, I guess what I – this is just kind of going – because I'm very limited. You know, I'm not a whore. Good. <laughs> Stay limited. Stay limited. Uh, Monka S. I a little bit want to be, though. Just because... Wait until you're a little bit older, and then you'll have lots of opportunities. Yeah, wait until you don't live with your mom, who's probably standing outside the door right now listening to this. Go on! I was just kidding. I know. I just wanted to yell that. No, as, as one fellow youth to another, trust me, there's a world of opportunity. Yeah. Monka-ass, dude. Wait, what is this word you keep yeah. saying? S? Okay. Is this um, a meme? It is a bit of a meme. So it was originally a Twitch emote. I, I'll, what is Twitch? words coming out of his mouth Twi- right now. Uh, a streaming website. So oh, with the it, video games. Okay, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was... I don't know. I'm, I'm, sharing, I'm sharing a photo to the listeners who won't be able to see nothing. Well, we'll share it on our Instagram website. It's uh that. It's the like Pepe. Oh, the racist frog. Cool, 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 cool. Racist. That was. Uh... He I... really loves Pepe. It's I a... am not gonna post a Pepe frog on the Camp Adult at Instagram. I am sorry. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I kind of don't know why that was a thing. But I still like, have. Why, why, why did it come out that he it's was a racist? It's the same way. So you know, like the Nazi swastika. That's actually like, it was first like a Buddhist symbol. Right? Like, in a lot yeah. of, like, Buddhist traditions, like, they have, like, that symbol. But if you look at it now, no one's going to be like, oh, that's a Buddhist symbol. They're going to be like, that's a Nazi swastika. So it's like once the image is corrupted and used by a group that no one likes, but and that becomes the dominant thing. Point? Oh, I don't know did... the origin of it. I don't know. Exactly. So, but here, I still do not know what monkey s or whatever it is. Monka S, dude. M-O-N-K-A capital S. What does it mean? Monka S, it is a... It is... Basically, the name of a face that you make when you have a sense of impending doom, or you just say it like uh, when you have a sense of impending doom. So it's see. Monka S. Shit's about to go down, dude. I get it. Gotcha. It makes sense now. Nice. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. So moving on. So say you're working at Taco Bell, uh-huh. and the girl of your dreams comes through the drive-through. What are you gonna do? Fuck, dude. Uh, I don't know. You write your number on the receipt. Next question. Oh, that's so cute. I mean, maybe. There's not usually pens at the drive-thru, but uh, if I think of it... keeping one. Like, keep a Sharpie in your pocket. Maybe not a Sharpie. That could be a laundry I mean, that was just one suggestion. I I imagine you cannot run outside and accost her in a vehicle while you're on the job. No. Yeah. You could give her an extra Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, that's true love. I don't make the food. I'm not in charge of that shit. I could give her soda. That's all I have. You are not thinking to. outside the box, my friend. We're trying to help you. How much Dude, do you I want don't... to get back in the saddle? Not very much, it seems. Uh, you know, I really don't care. I'm kind of... That's good. I am enjoying the single life, man. Good. Because I have a lot more fucking freedom now when it comes to Ew. hanging out with the boys and shit. Oh, now, God, the boys. Let's talk the about boys. your friend group. My friend group? Oh, shit. Okay. You know what? You have a pretty good friend group. It's a very wholesome meme. It's a pretty wholesome <laughs> meme. Tell us about your best friend. My my uh, 
my, probably my closest friend is my buddy Trevor, who I've known for almost two years. And you know, like when you see us together and you see us hanging out, you would like a lot of people think that we've known each other for many many years. Okay. Just yes, because of I agree. how we're we're pretty fucking close. Um. Trevor is a nice Mormon boy. He's not Mormon. He's Mormon. I know. That's why I said that. His parents. What? I didn't hear that. What was that about Trevor? Uh, he uh is. His family is Mormon. His family is Mormon. He is not Mormon. But has he officially left the church? No, he can't do that because um he would like to. That's okay. Well, we are just curious. We had a guest on a while ago last year. It was actually our most popular episode uh, with my friend Terrence. And he left the Mormon church when he was in college. And it was quite the deal to leave the church. So Mm -hmm. we are always interested in stories of fallen Mormons. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So dating. Now, let's take it away from Jackson for a little bit. Yes, okay. Okay, so this is not focused on you. Oh. Do you feel like everybody in high school is, like, shacking up and getting If they're with dating, it? they're fucking. Is the, is, yeah. Okay. That, I would agree with that. We would agree with that. Okay, because I feel like the what's been in the news about kind of younger millennials, again, the sex recession, no one is having any sex, but apparently Gen Z is out to change it. Hell yeah. Okay. Or maybe suburban Oregon, which is where you guys are. Suburban maybe suburban Oregon. That's I don't know. True. We do have, yeah, suburban Oregon. I don't know. Um, what are what I are guess. the school dances like? I always wondered this oh, because I don't, I, I've never been to a school dance. See, I've never been to that's a very dance. interesting because I feel like and Shay can jump in here in a second because I feel like when Shay was going to school dances, it was like a whole production, and then when I was going to school dances, it was like. I went to prom and I went to like a lot of my school dances, but it was very like, it was all about like the actual dance itself was like very lame and it was mostly just about like taking pictures and then I wasn't cool enough to go to an after party until prom pretty much, Um, but it was like about the after party and then I feel like nowadays it's like so lame that like no one even wants to go. Is that the case? Uh, Slash, I was I, I right about my assessment about Shay? Just because I think they're just because I think for the most part they're either cheesy or just dumb. Yes, uh, lame. but I like oh, I, another like, word for lame. Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like when I was in high school, like we had a, many fewer options of what to like do. At you also any grew time. up in a smaller town too, so that I might. Just, up in the middle of nowhere so it was like yeah so those four nights a year where we had the school dances it was a really big deal because the other 361 nights our choices were like sit in somebody's basement or if you were a partier go out in somebody's cow field and drink warm beer which was very awful i never did that because it was (laughs) um but so like it was fun if you're gonna do that shit well people aren't that smart or hard liquor Like not I said, I safe. was. Do you have a driver's that. license, Jackson? I do not yet. I'm getting one in about a month and a half. Yes, he's very close. He's a very good driver. Jackson likes to drive my car. It's a, my favorite car to drive. Yeah. Toyota Rav4. What year? 2015. 2015 Toyota Rav4. It's Jackson's favorite car. Highly recommend, kids. Yeah. It's very fun. We have not had any accidents yet. That's good. Now. Are you excited about getting your driver's license? Yes. Because you were a little slow to get your permit. I was slow to get my permit just because I never really found an opportunity to do it. And then I just like, and my, uh, and my boy Trevor has a car and I'm like, you know, I can. I feel like they get up to many hijinks in this car. Oh, it's a pussy mobile, dude. It's the Love name it. of the car. Yeah, right? It's a pussy mobile, you know? And, you know, the ultimate puns can come in case, like, you, you know, you rear-end someone, be like, ah, oh, pussy can always take a little damage. Pussy's always healed, dude. You know, it's a good, high-quality meme. See, do you say that when there are women in the car? Uh, or is it just when it's you and Trevor? I'm not judging. I'm just you wondering. You think women can get in his car? Ah, <laughs> uh, poor Trevor. Okay. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. His girlfriend is very lovely. And I'm going to make her listen to this, too. We love you. No homo, though, because that's gay. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> when Jackson and I discussed him coming on the podcast, he had several soapboxes that yeah. he wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, I mean, soapbox time. Let's do it. Yeah. Here's my opinion on, like, talking about sex in general. This is good. I think and everyone should listen to this. Like, it's talked about in a way that it's 
limited and it's not talked about like it's talked about like it's a very special ordeal and like how it's and it can be talked about like it's an unnatural thing at times when it's fucking not it should be talked about as openly as drinking water and going and brushing your teeth before you go to bed you know so you think that in high school and in the media and et cetera, there is this unhealthy stigma that's put on sex like it's some kind of yeah, special They talk about thing. sex like, you know, well, you have to wait until this certain time. At this certain point, you have to wait till marriage to have, to have sex for the first time. You have to uh, you just got to be you got to know when you're emotionally and mentally ready. I'm like, fuck that. You never know. You just do it when you do it. And sometimes you get really fucking horny and make a dumb decision. Or sometimes you get really fucking horny and make a not-so-dumb decision. And it just kind of happened. And that's okay. It's an okay thing to happen. See, I think that's that's very good. But I want to I wanna press that further. So when you say you want to talk about it as openly as drinking water, is it just, like, being more open about the fact that, like, you know, just speaking generally, like, people in high school are, like, doing it and you don't want the adults to be, like sticking their head in the sand or do you want people like you're at Thanksgiving dinner and your grandpa's there and you're like well I had sex with my girlfriend like a half hour ago and it was great and here's all the specifics around it like what is the threshold no, it's just to be talked about like in the sense that everybody has sex that it's a natural but it's a natural thing and that, that it's talked about enjoyable. like that there's that it's talked about like it's either uh unnatural or that if you have sex, you are going to get AIDS and fucking die. Like, that's the only parts that are talked about. And it's not talked about, like, it's fucking awesome. They don't talk about how it can create an amazing emotional bond with another person. It's just talked about, like, all right, kids, either wait till marriage, till you have sex, or you'll fucking die. Are you talking so, about, like, the way that it's talked about in high school? Because, like... The way it's talked a- about in a lot of, like, uh, like, a lot of health classes in high school okay so you're talking about like high school because i was gonna say like there's a lot you know you and your friend group are pretty young but like there's a lot of like media and podcasts and i feel like certain people like outside of maybe your face-to-face interactions it might not be that i just wanted to know if it if it was like a school specific like health class like how you're educated as a young person or if it was like the way that you talk to your friends about it you wish there was more like depth there no, the way that you can talk to uh, your friends about it, it can be great. Like, um... You just can, the health, like, the sex education just, was like, better in general. Just sex, sex education should be better, and communication... And, like, it shouldn't be frowned upon, like, in a sense, among parents and children. Like, parents yeah. and their kids... Sh- like, parents, when they realize that their kid is going to be possibly having sex at any point in time, it should be talked about, oh... You you have a significant other at this point. If you are going to have sex, here is, um, and then talk about it like in a casual way. Like, I it, make sure like be open with communications, whether if you're planning to or have already, or uh, that way I can make sure you are properly protected. And I can understand this aspect of like, you know. I don't get pregnant at 16 or 12, but like it can be prevented in so many ways. I guess I have two like follow-ups reason for anything. And if it's just talked about like, uh, it's just kind of an emotional thing and you got to be ready for it. And like, no dude. Well, and I think, Oh, sorry, Maddie, you want to ask your questions? No, I was, I was just going to say, I feel like it's too like kind of the why behind that. I feel like it's a big thing that we talk about on this podcast a lot that people don't, take the feelings of young people seriously like I think a lot of people look at a 16 year old and they're like well not you know to be offensive to you Jackson you're lovely but a lot of people look at it as like oh man it's a bit laggy what you're You're, you're a bit laggy you can hear me now yeah 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 yeah, um but it's like audio sync yeah I know just gotta give it a second there we go you can hear me yes we can hear you um it's just kind of like, older people don't take younger people's feelings seriously. That's one thing. The other thing that was a question that I have, like, you say that this is what you want. You want an open dialogue 
with your parents. But as someone whose parents did that, I will tell you it was awful. So I want to question that aspect. Like if you're, if your mom or dad like knocked on the door and was like, Hey pal, I want to have a casual conversation about sex with you. You would be like a no. Right. Or are you open to that? Maybe you are. Maybe you're more emotionally intelligent than I was as a 16 year old. Well, okay. So like, are you really open to having that conversation with your parents? But it just, no, it also genuinely depends on, like, like your own personality with that as well. Like, if you're that's not true. very comfortable with talking about it, yeah. that's understandable at that point because, you know, it's your own body and you can do what you want with it. But if you want to, like, talk about it and – but it's the thing with people, like, they can be – you want to be able to – like – as a kid, you know that there are... Everyone knows that there's fucking risks having sex and getting pregnant at fucking 12. Well, but I think... you don't want to be able to, like... Like, you don't want to have to... There shouldn't be this uncomfortable dialogue between... Yeah, there's a happy medium. About, like, you know... Like, kids shouldn't be un- un- uncomfortable going to their parents and being like... Yo, I kind of need birth control at this point in my life. Please help me out. And then, but, like, at that point, the parents shouldn't be like, no, you shouldn't be having sex at this time. They should be like, oh, if you're just starting to have sex, thank you for communicating that with me, one. And two, yes, we will ma- we will have to make sure that you are practicing safe sex in multiple ways. I think that's a really good point. And I think to, like, take it out of the birth control conversation, Jackson, when we were chatting, and you had said a girlfriend, and I mean, like, friend who is a girl, um, had confided in you that when she had sex for the first time that it really, really hurt and that no one had ever talked to her about that before in, like, a way that was open and honest, right? So it even goes beyond, I think, those safe sex conversations and into this just, like, what to expect. What is it going to feel like? And what is it going to feel like on both sides, you know? Yeah, and, like, for the first time, I I said, like, for the first time of having sex for a female, it can fucking hurt. It can fucking hurt. I mean, I wouldn't know because I have a penis. But you are well, you've educated yourself about your partner. Yeah, and, like, it can be nice to, like, you know, hey, this might fucking hurt a bit, you know? And... It can be a bit of a painful kind of meme, but you just gotta, you know, after that, it's muy bien. This is all true. So, good. Um, do you we have, have, oh, I was gonna say, do you have other soapboxes? Because you said you had yeah, you many. Soapboxes. What? Do you have any other soapboxes, any other topics you wanna rant about on this platform before we move into the archery range? Oh, man. Um,. I feel like I do. Like, I... Oh, I know what I wanted to rant about. Language. Like, s- talking. And about how people associate some words with being bad and some words with being okay to say and socially expe- acceptable words. Like, Jackson has a very rich vocabulary. I do have a very rich vocabulary. And one of my words in the very rich vocabulary is cunt. And I don't think that word should be unused. I don't think any word should go unused. What does the word like, cunt mean to you? What is the definition? Means to me. Like what what context do you use it in? I mostly use it mostly use it in a comedic standpoint. Okay, comedy. It's just a, okay, fair. Comedy. I use most of my language in a comedic standpoint just cuz that's how I am. Uh that's just how I talk is So you think no, no no words are off limit. Like words specifically, I'm not talking about like topics, but like individual words. No, any specific word, zero words should be off limits because context can make any word a different meaning from what it is supposedly meant to by society. Like, um, like if you say it in the context of, wow, look at that chick over there. She's a fucking cunt. Like that's hurtful and mean and it shouldn't be used that way. But like, if you're going up to like, um, Oh, God, it reminds me of this skit that I watched on YouTube. It was this guy who who's uh, making fun of people who destroyed technology on YouTube, like for YouTube. And he goes, and he does this bit where he destroys a drone. He goes, uh, he goes, tech cunt here. And I'm like, that's a fucking funny thing, you know? Hey, what's up, guys? Tech cunt here, destroying another drone. And I'm like, that's a fucking funny term to use it in. Like, that's a good, funny context to use the word cunt. <laughs> because it, it's just, you know, make, it's, 
ah, I don't know how to describe the context. But well, it's I funny. think when you when you put the caveat of comedy behind it, that's where I I was I was a little bit behind your argument as you were beginning, but like Shay and I have talked about on this podcast, I would also agree if it's in if it's in like a comedic like saying something in jest, I think most things are permissible. It's just when you're having a casual conversation with someone or maybe someone you just met, like, do they, they don't know you, right? Like now, yeah, well, know that's your where audience. you get in the, yeah, know your audience. Here's the thing with that. I just feel like when you feel like it's socially unacceptable to use a word, like when when it's genu- g- generally expected uh, for as something to be quote unquote socially unacceptable, you're giving the word the kind of power and you're holding it up at such a high kind of, uh, oh, what? I can't think of the word. You're putting but like, it on uh, a pedestal. That, that, that's what I was thinking. Like such a high pedestal that you're giving it the power that you don't want it to fucking have because it's a unacceptable word. But then you're giving it the power and then making it more unacceptable to say if you're, if you're not using it. So if you just be more open about saying, saying words like cunt or I just, um, like, and more recent now is uh, the faggot word. Uh, it's just <laughs> if you say the word, you don't have to put the word word behind it. Just a life tip for you. I know it was uh, that was another piece of uh, piece piece of comedy for you. You are quite the comedian. I I have recommended that Jackson listens to um, the Social Villains podcast because I feel like it would be right oh my up God, his alley. You are a a small less uh offensive no i was gonna say gene oh gene yeah actually gene's the one that wants to use foul language but yes you should listen to the social villains podcast i'm taking offense at that all right well listen to a couple episodes and then you can let us know no no no, i'm just saying because you use flowery language i'm not i'm not putting a value judgment on it Uh, there's two co-hosts one is kind of like the straight edge character and then one likes to use the flowery language that's the category i'm putting you in which I think you would appreciate. Exactly. So I, Jackson, I love your views on everything. I think they're very interesting. And I think you have a future. Don't even get me started on politics, though. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to save your politics, I believe, for another episode. Okay, good. I don't want to talk about politics. Politics Now I'm intrigued. (laughs) Well, we will have a return return visit. Um, But I think we should move into the archery range. Maddie, are your bows and arrows ready? Yes. All right. So, Jackson, we're going to ask you a series of rapid-fire questions. Answer immediately with what comes first to your mind. No explanation. Oh, fuck. I'm bad at these because I'm ADHD. No, it's I'm good. I'm so You'll bad at these. And it doesn't, if I say, like, your favorite Ninja Turtle, you don't have to say, like, your number one Boom, favorite. Boom, I got it. It can just be a favorite. What Donatello. Is it? Donatello. Great. Hell All right. Yeah. Go, Maddie. Favorite book? Oh, shit. I don't read that much. Uh, a Life in Parts by Brian Cranston. Oh, um favorite movie fuck um avengers infinity war favorite tv show breaking bad favorite snack uh snack mix uh favorite place you've traveled uh puerto vallarta favorite Oh, am I already out of steam? Are my air is my quiver empty? Um, favorite barnyard animal? Ooh, uh, probably cow. Cow. He has a whole painting of cows in his room. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. are we in yeah. Jackson's room right now? Oh, is... I, I like having. Yes. I really ha- like having photos of my family in my room. <laughs> you really don't. Oh, that was wow. No, that was I a did. joke. That was another comedy bit, wasn't it? Okay, another, I get it. Peace. Yeah. Have you yeah, ever thought about doing an open mic? When you turn 18, you should go to an open mic. Yeah, we'll come out and support you. Okay, when I, uh, okay. Uh, favorite comedian is John Mulaney. Oh, he's oh, good. That's interesting because he's a very clean comic. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yes. He doesn't use cuss he's... words. Yeah, he does. Oh, like Have you seen ass? Yes. He would not <laughs> use the faggot word as you would say it was not the faggot word but he's just he has some really fucking funny stories like the time he met in netflix special he's talking about how he met um uh bill clinton it was a really funny one Have oh yes one? yeah that but was again funny. the the genius of john mulaney is that he talks about dirty things without using dirty words 
Exactly, and it's really it's really it's smart. Good. I like you should uh, work on that. I'm not going to. <laughs> That's okay. It's for, not for everyone. Um, oh gosh. Uh, 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 um, hmm. Favorite subject in school? Or do you hate them all? Fuck. I hate all of school. Um, I really fucking hate school. Oh. Don't, get, don't even get started. That's okay. Yeah. I'll ask you a different question. What's your fa- what? What's your favorite musical artist? Uh, either John Bellion or Whit Lowry. What was the first one? John Bellion. I've never heard of either of those. I have to look. Oh, that. okay. John Bellion is a producer, and he and, is this electronic uh, music. Uh, <laughs> all music's electronic now. Okay. All right, smartass. Is it like beats and like I'm gonna dance like ns No, it's not EDM. Okay. Uh, no, it's just it's like pop music, man. Okay. There's a bit of okay, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, favorite item on the Taco Bell menu? Five layer burrito. Five dollar burrito. Five layer burrito. Five layer burrito. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't even know. I was no gonna taco. say that was a little expensive for Taco Bell, but uh, I mean, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, or the nacho fries. Oh, those are good. Fries. Those are really good. They they are a limited time thing though, and it's so sad. Oh, maybe I'll have to come up with them. All right, well, are they on the menu currently? They are not on the menu currently. Well, let me know. When they, they just are. opened uh, a Taco Bell Cantina like a block from my apartment. What is a Taco Bell Cantina? It's where they serve alcohol at the Taco Bell. That sounds fucking awesome. So my dream for Jackson. I have many dreams for him, but I hope someday he owns his own Kentaco Hut. Ah, oh. yes. Dude, I didn't the know trifecta. what the fuck the Ken Taco Hub was until like a few days ago, and you and David explained it to me, and it sounds pretty fucking good and also cancerous at the same time. Yes, agreed, agreed. Well, like literal, not like cancerous in an offensive way, like literally cancer-causing. Yes, that's true. Like that is the, the biggest carcinogen of a building. Mm. All right, Jackson. And thank you for joining us here Are we today. done? I, I don't want to be done. done. I know, it's uh, fun. Okay. Our episodes are an hour long, and I think we've been on here. We stress us to an hour and a half. Let's keep going. Bet? I gotta go. That's lame. I know. It's okay. lame. Let's all wish Jackson good luck. Yeah, see you later, yeah, Good luck with life. Bye. Thanks for listening. Camp Adulthood is hosted by Maddie Yergi, Resident Youth, and Shay Keats, Camp Adulthood. We are produced by Jenny Mayfield. And this episode was recorded in Maddie's living room. You can find us on social media at camp underscore adulthood. You can email us hello at campadulthood.com. And you can visit us at campadulthood.com. Please also find on our website, there are links to our Patreon page where you can be a subscriber and there are many cool prizes. Thanks, campers. We hope that you enjoy your stay at camp. Uh, do